Hello, this is Saul Gonzalez, lead pastor of Lifehouse Church, and welcome to our podcast. Thank you so very much for joining us today. I believe that through this message, God will encourage you, challenge you, and better yet, change you for the glory of God and for the purposes God has called you. Enjoy this message. But hey, today we're, we're, we're continuing our sermon series of Uncommon. How many of you have been enjoying our Uncommon series, right? We've been doing it. Yes, yes. Last week, Pastor Saul gave an amazing message. And this morning, he actually sends his love. He's visiting our Delano campus. Um, so he, he says he loves you guys and can't wait to be here. Uh, he gets, we have to share him with all the campuses, guys. So I know we want him here every week. I know I do, right? Uh, but he has to go uh, get other people in trouble because he does that enough here. So he's going to get another campus in trouble. Hey, if you're watching online, we love you as well. We're glad you were here. Uh, so really quick, as we're continuing our un- uh, Uncommon series, we've just been talking about the way things we're doing in an uncommon way because we, how many know that Jesus did things in an uncommon way right he, he, he didn't do it the norm he, he decided to think outside the box right he decided to do th- things differently because he knew it was best for us so as we're in this journey these few weeks that we do we want to just come of some uncommon ways of how to do it. and that's the the correct way because the common thing the world they, they look at things differently they're, they're totally opposite at times to compared to what we believe as, as believers in Jesus. But we believe that we are called to be the light of the world, right? We're called to love people and encourage them. So today as we're talking, we're talking about a, a pretty, um, it's a very important topic. I, I wish I can tell you I've mastered it. I have not at all. Um, I'm working on it and I hope we can walk together. So today it's not a, hey, I know what I'm doing and you need to do it. It's, hey, let's learn together. Let's walk together. There's not a difference for me being up here to you sitting down there. Maybe I was just a little more brave than you are. But it's the fact that we're all walking together. We're all the same. We're all one family just trying to grow and understand each other uh, and learning and walking in this thing we call life. Amen? Amen. So really quick, it's uncommon communication. We all communicate. All of us do. Throughout the week, throughout the day, we are all communicators. It's not just the guy with the mic today who's the only communicator. We're all communicators. You communicate every day with someone. It is our choice to choose how we want to communicate. And the world says to communicate a certain way, but we believe we have some things that are really fundamental for your walk with Jesus. So I hope you're taking notes. Um, If you have a handout, You have your hand out. You can take notes with that. If you don't, keep your hand raised. Maybe one of our ushers can see you and they will give you a handout as you got it. If not, you can use your old faithful um, Apple phone or if those of you who, man, I'm praying for y'all, but for those of you who are Androids, uh, we're gonna, we're gonna... (laughs) Just take notes wherever you're at. We encourage you to take notes because you retain a lot more when you write it down. And I really believe today's message is really practical how you can better your communication. Um, so really quick, we're, we're, our, our verse for the series has been on Romans 12 too. So if we have it up there, it says, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform. Can you say transform with me? Transform. You into a new person by changing the way you think. Say think with me. Amen. Then you will learn to, do, to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. So in communications... 
They believe that there's four levels of communication. We're going to break those down really quick. There are four levels of communication that we all, at some point in our lives, or we're doing it now, we, we communicate in a certain way, right? And if you're writing notes, we encourage you, here you go. The first one is, there's a surface communication. We all do surface communication, right? This is surface. Hey, how's it going? How's your day? Right? You don't want to really know everything, but it's just you're being nice. You're, you're surface. Hey, how's it going? When you're opening the door, which I hope many of you are opening doors still, hey, Hope you're having a good day. Yes, you too, right? It's surface. It's not like, hey, bro, tell me your life story, which is good. But for the most part, we all have surface communication. We will all do it some way, somehow. And we're just, I, I just want to, I hope you're doing great. Hope you have an awesome day. All right, see you later. We all do surface level communication. The second is general information. And most of us live in that, that area of general information, right? For those of us who text, um, just, hey, what do you got going on today? Okay, I want to know what you're doing. Uh, I do something every time I leave the office. I, I call my wife, hey, babe, how's it going? I'm leaving. Do you need anything from the store, right? Because we're going to get dinner. I don't want to get home that I have to go to the store, right? So I try to kill the bird. But it's just general information. Nothing crazy. I don't need to know your, 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 your life story at this point. It's just I want to know what's going on. What do you plan on doing? Hey, how's your weekend? How was your weekend, right? Oh, it was fun. I had That's general information. And communicating, it's something we do. We have just surface, very basic. There, there's not a lot to it. And then there's the general where, all right, I want to know a little bit more. Just tell me. And then we go into something we call deep feelings. Deep feelings. That's, that's a, it's, it's more of a, it, it's deeper. It's, it's more intimate, right? I want to tell you how I feel. And we all have feelings, right? I want you to tell you this. Not, feeling, not all feelings are right. But all feelings are real. You heard that? For you taking notes. Not all feelings are right, but all feelings are real. So we all have the way we think, the way we feel, how you said things. You, you hurt my feelings and you're wrong. Well, you may not be right, but for sure, all our feelings are real. We agree with that, church? Right? We, we all understand that. You know, you can say, you can question my facts, but you can't question my feelings. So, so as we're, we're growing in this deeper uh, uh, knowledge, with deeper feelings, we're helping each other how to understand. It's okay. Share your feelings. I know some people are like, no, I'm good. I don't want to share. That's fine. But it, it, it brings some healing when, when you share how you feel. As I share every message, I love to brag on my family, right? I have two kids, Grace and Jeremiah. And Jeremiah this week, he, he, he's, he's two going on three. And he just gets frustrated like someone I know in the house, right? He just gets frustrated and sometimes he doesn't know how to communicate. So he's building his Legos or, yeah, blocks he has. Um, and, and he's building them and it falls. He's like, ah! He just wants to yell. And, say, and Grace tells him, hey, what's going on? No! Leave me alone. I got my issues right now. I'm feeling a certain way. So I, as the adult, I, as his father, I have to pull him and say, hey, come here. And one of my buddies is there, and I pick him up. I talk to him. Hey, what's going on? Well, I'm mad, and he starts to express the way he feels. I want to make sure he has a, a it's a comfort zone of him to, it's okay to feel the way you feel. We're just not going to act on our feelings. So I tell him, why do you feel that way? Well, it broke. It doesn't work. It's like, it does work. We just have to have patience. And, and as I'm talking to him, I, I'm really being very simple. But he understands. Hey, when you feel this way, we don't do that, okay? We, we don't yell. We're, 
We're not going to get frustrated. We're not going to be mean to people. Because in my household, we're going to be good leaders, right? Good leaders listen, they make good choices, and they're nice to people. So, so I tell him, he's like, okay. And I have him repeat it. Why don't And he'll get it. And, and I think it's okay to teach, especially younger kids. We haven't had to teach ourselves adults. We have to tell ourselves that we each day, like, man, I shouldn't be feeling it. So I, I encourage you, tell yourself you're a good leader. What do good leaders do? They make good choices, they're nice to people, and they listen. So, so deep feelings are important. And we don't want to go over that and act like they don't matter. They do matter. So another way, so, so one of the four levels of communication is deep feelings. And then we have something even deeper, which is deep needs. You understand how I feel. I'm telling how I feel, but are you feeling, are you fulfilling my needs? I think for married couples, do you understand the deep needs of your wife or your husband? Have those been expressed? Because a lot of times in married people, people in relationships, they, they don't even know what the needs are. They just go into a relationship, all right, I need you to do what makes me happy, right? I, I, I go into this like, hey, I, I want to feel this way, so you have to do this. But do we communicate? Do we share the way we feel so we can fill those needs that they have? Because the best marriages is when you know your spouse's deepest needs. That's when you go to a different level. Like, I know what my wife needs. And I'm going to fulfill those. And she, she needs someone to sing to her every day. So I'm good at... That's not what she... I don't think I've ever... No, yeah, I have. I, I don't sing to her very often. But, but do we do... Oh, I'm sorry, Sister Weezy. I got to sing to her now. Deep needs... Those are the four barriers. So if we're taking notes, here we go. We got surface communication, general information, deep feelings, and deep needs. And then we have four barriers to communication. In other words, there's four things, obstacles, that get in the way of having good communication. And there's uh, two doctors, Dr. Markman and Dr. Stanley, who, 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 who have thought of this and had 20 years of experience. I forgot the name of the school, but, but they're, they're, do they're doctors and they've studied this over and over for 20 years. And they've realized this, all my married people, these, whenever you break these, this is the number one reason why people divorce. These are four barriers that have been broken in your marriage. These are four obstacles, in other words, that are getting in the middle of bettering your communication skills. And I know I just said married people, but I really believe everyone can use this in your friendships, as you're dating, um, with your brother, with your sister, with your cousin, whoever it is, if you want to make a relationship work, or if you want to get better at communicating, you have to overcome these four barriers to communication. One is the first thing that happens is usually we withdraw. You've told me your feelings, you told me what your needs are, but now I'm withdrawing because I don't know if I want to commit to that. We, we back out. Either we say, no, that's it, I'm done. Or you say, quiet, no, no, I'm done, I'm good, I'm done, I'm good. I, I don't want to know more. You feel that way, but I'm good. Or we legit just physically say, all right, good, I'm done, I'm leaving. You walk away. You're withdrawing. You're not allowing communication to work. And, and for married couples, right, we've all done this. And my wife and I have done it. You just suddenly want to give the silent game. And then you got to go to bed, right? You're going to sleep. It's like, well, I'm going to be on my side and I'm not going to be on his side and I better not touch him because if I touch him, then I lose. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to stay on my side, right? 
And all the married couples say, amen, right? It happens, it happens, it happens. I love the story that Pastor Saul shares, right, about a married couple, and they're arguing, they've been kind of fighting with each other, and they're giving each other the silent treatment, so they go to bed, and the husband remembers, man, I need to wake up early. I need to tell her, I'm not going to talk to her. You know what, let me just write a note. He writes a note, hey, letting you know, wake me up at 4.30 a.m. because I need to catch this flight. So he puts it on her nightstand, boom, right there so she can read it, right? They wake up the next day. He wakes up like, whoa, man, it's 10 o'clock. I missed it. What's going on? Ah, and he looks at his side of the bed and says, wake up. It's 4.30 in the morning. (laughs) Husbands, be careful. Your wife's there. They can outsmart you really quick. Be careful. Be careful. But we tend to withdraw. We tend to say, I'm done. I don't want a part of that. And we withdraw, which is a barrier in having better communication. The second is escalation. Then you start getting loud, right? No, I don't, why? No, I don't want to listen to it, I'm good. Stop, I don't, we, we get loud. Why, why, right? We just, we don't know what else to do. We, we, we can't withdraw because we can't leave because we're stuck here right in a room or whatever it is. So, so now, well, now I got to do something. I got to be loud. And if I'm louder than you, then I'm going to win. <laughs> but that's a barrier. It's not allowing you to fully communicate with whoever you're doing it, right? Even in friendships, like, oh, we're having an argument and you got to, why you got to get loud for, right? You just want to get loud. You start moving your hands around. You start being really loud because you're, you're, now you're escalating things. That's the second one. The third point is, then you start to belittle. Write that down. You start to belittle people. And that, that's where we're already being intentional, Right? We feel like we've already gone a lower level and I'm already arguing with you. I've belittled myself, so now all I can do is now is bring you down even further. There's a reason you start to do that as you're arguing. All right, well, I've already sunk to this level. I gotta bring this person down to my level so they can know what it feels like. And most of the time when there's criticism, it's really because of insecurities. In other words, I, I feel low, so all I can do now is be critical on you and I'll have to drag you down to my level and we start to belittle we start to say things right we, we, we feel like we, we've losing the battle whatever it is and we can't find no other way so the best thing to do is now belittle that person which leads to the fourth and it's false beliefs then we get to be, begin to be a little evil I mean some can call it like demonic like you're, you're already if we believe Satan is the, the chief of liars We'll start saying false beliefs towards people. We start saying, well, you're dumb. You don't know what you're talking about. You're useless. You're no good for me. You're worthless. Who would want to marry you? Right? We start to give false beliefs like you're not good enough. You're not skinny enough, you're fat, you're ugly, whatever it may be, you're dumb. But we start to give false beliefs. And we really believe, especially the Bible believes, that there is power in our tongue. There is power in the things we say. So the reason we, we, we sing these songs, they speak Jesus over them, is because that's positive. Right? There's, a, there's life, yes, thank Pastor Kevin. There, there is so much we can do, right? The Bible says, you know, with your, with your mouth, you, 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 can, you can start forest fires in the book of James, right? How does a forest fire start? It doesn't start automatically with a big fire. A little spark. A little spark 
burns the, the dead grass. The dead grass starts to flow and then it builds fires. Then it goes bigger and bigger and bigger, all because of a small spark. Same thing with your mouth. You have the power to either lift someone up or bring them down. In your arguments, over text message, Instagram, whatever it may be, you have the power to make someone feel a certain way. Because there is power in our tongue. And I think that's what we want to focus on today. What are the words we're saying? How are we communicating to others? How are we, at the end of the day, being good examples of who Jesus is? I want to read to you an uncommon communication, right? And we're going to find this in the book of Matthew 12, 36, 37. It's out of the message version. I love the way it says, it says, let me tell you something. This is Jesus speaking to people. Let me tell you something. Every one of these careless words is going to come back to haunt you. There will be a time of reckoning. Words are powerful. Take them seriously. Words can be your salvation. Words can also be your damnation. The words we say matter, church. How you speak to people matters. How you talk to your friend, your best friend, your whoever it is, your wife, your husband, your children matters. And you have the privilege, the honor of speaking life into someone or speaking negative things. Are you with me, church? Yes, we, we have the power. And, and there's, when it comes to communication, there's an Irish playwright, his name is George Bernard Shaw, and he says this, when he's talking about communication and having a conversation, he says this, the single biggest problem in communication is the illusion that it has taken place. I'll say that again. The single biggest problem in communication is the illusion that it has taken place. We think, oh, well, they should know. Ah, oh, bro, you didn't even share how you felt. Like, you, you are, you're assuming now. You're thinking how we make people feel. Oh, yeah, no, I, I, no. How are you communicating it to people? How are you communicating it to your spouse, your friends, your brothers, your sisters? And today... I, I don't want to focus on the negative so much, but I want to focus on what we can do right. Because I, I really believe if you want to fix a bad habit, replace it with a good habit. Right? In the dark, you want there to be light, bring light. We're going to bring positive things. So I, I want to share a few things that we can do better in our day-to-day -day life. There are seven things we're going to talk about. How many days is there in a week? Seven. Do them once a day. Well, everything is different, Right? On Monday, choose to choose one of these things. Focus on one. So instead of thinking of all the bad things, because I don't know where you're at. I don't know if you've been a person who has, had, had, who has had great influence in words, or if you're someone who's never had positive words at all. I know growing up, I, I had good words. I, my parents loved me. You guys love me, right? Yeah, they do. No, they do. But I, I, I had people who spoke positive things over my life. As I got older, I began to have friendships, and I, 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 needed, I knew I needed people who were going to speak encouraging words to my life. Growing up, I was in Royal Rangers, right? Pastor Saul says that's a, like a level, level below Marines. It's the Marines and the Royal Rangers, right? So, so, so growing up, <laughs> no, disrespect, right? Sorry to my people who are in the Army. I'm sorry. Anyways, there, there's just certain things, right? And, and I had a commander who just spoke things. He was kind of harsh, but he was honest. But he's like, man, you can do great things. Continue to be faithful. So here we go. You're with me, church, to write down these seven things. Yes? 
Here we go. So the seven things, the number one thing you can do, instead of uh, doing negative, how are we going to replace it with positive? Here we go. Seven things. The first one is, can we praise people? And, and I understand only God is truly worthy of praise. But when I mean praise, can you just like shout people out or highlight them? In other words, can we find their qualities and find and praise their qualities? Like whatever they're good at, right? Hey, you know, Mark, you're an amazing drummer, bro. Keep it up. You're doing a great job. I appreciate everything. Can we just begin to praise people on a normal day? I think sometimes we don't praise people enough. And, you know, I love words. Words of affirmation are great for me, so I need to hear those. So uh, they're a boost to my energy. But can we just begin in our everyday with your family, with your wife? Man, babe, the way you cook that rice, whoo, you're great, right? My wife actually does the the best rice in the world. But can we just praise people? Maybe tomorrow, can you just find one person to praise? Just, Just say, man, you're so awesome at this. You, you, when your kids draw you a picture, I know they're, they're not where they need to be, but, but can we say, man, that drawing is so awesome. Whew, let me hang that up. Let me put that on the fridge. You go to my house, you're going to see a lot of paintings. But we're going to praise people. I, I love what Proverbs 25, 11 says, a word aptly spoken is like apples of gold in a setting of silver. Girls, you see a silver bowl I mean, you see gold apples. In other words, people are precious. Can you add more precious things to them? You just begin to say, man, how awesome you are. How great you are. Begin to praise them. Second is Thanksgiving. Can we just be thankful, church? Can can you say thank you more often in your day? Many of us, probably all of us, are going to go eat after this. Whoever cooks you food, if you're going to a restaurant, you have a server, can you say thank you? You're doing awesome. You're going to praise them and thank them at the same time. Man, one thing I love to do is every time I'm at a restaurant, I love to ask the name of the waitress or the waiter. I I just want to know first because you'll get way better treatment. But then you start to look at it as a person. They're not just serving me. They're a person. God has created them a certain way. They're of value. So I want to be thankful. Hey, thank you. Andrea, you did such an awesome job. Can I please, right, we're just, thank you so much. If someone's going to cook you lunch today, can you say, man, thank you so much for lunch. It was great. Especially right after church, guys. You you know servers, you know people in the food industry don't like Sunday's afternoon? They don't like it. Christians who go to church come and then they're rude. They don't tip well. And they're so demanding. I hope that's not your attitude, church. And if it is, don't say you're from Lifehouse. But can we just be thankful? Thank you. Thank you for everything. And three is, can we show affection? I know this is a little deeper for some, and maybe you're not used to saying I love you to people. For me, it's kind of easy. I just love people. Not all the time. Sometimes they're annoying, but for the most part, I love you. Because you were created by God. And I love God and I'll love his children. So maybe no one's told you in a while, and I want to look all you in the eye and say, I love you. I do. There's a thank you, Pastor. That means a lot. But obviously, there's different levels to love, right? I don't love you the same way I love my wife, my kids, but I have love for you. And can you tell and remind people? 
I don't know if there's a, someone you need to text right now and just say, man, I, I love you. I'm thankful. I'm thankful. I'm going to praise you for what you're doing. So instead of the way we communicate, can we just be positive in how we're doing? Fourth is encouragement. Can we be encouraging towards people? You know, my children, obviously they mess up. They're kids. It's all right. You don't have it, but hey, you're going to get it. Come on. I believe in you. You're a champion. You got this. I love to tell Jeremiah, let me see the muscles. You're, look how strong you are, right? And he'll flex. He'll show me his muscles. We just want to be encouraging. Can you be an encourager? Can we encourage, right? I, mean, I want to encourage our, 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 our awesome parking lot team, how much of an awesome job they do, right? Can we give it up for our first impressions team? We're so thankful for all you do. Every one of you, you guys are doing an amazing job out there. Everyone who's helping out here on Sunday mornings, some are here as early as six in the morning, and they don't leave till like 1, 1.30 after everything's done. They're doing an amazing job. And if you want to be a part of that team right after service, there is a, Sunday, a affair we have just to tell you a little bit more of how you can get connected. And I promise you, if you're on that team, we're going to encourage the heck out of you. And we're going to tell you how awesome you are and how great you are. And even if you're not, it's okay. We're still going to encourage you. Fifth is, can we be kind? Kindness. There's a scripture, Proverbs 15, 1. It says, a gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. You'd be surprised how much more you can gain if you're just kind to people. Someone coming in loud, whoa, why am I? If there's a situation, they come in loud, it's like, hey, hope you're having a great day. Let me tell you something really quick. Every time I, I again, I mean, I'm talking about restaurants. I always go out to eat, right? <laughs> but every time I, I go somewhere, I want to be, hey, how's your day going? You having a good day? And most of them is like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm and it puts a smile on someone's face just because we're being kind. And I'm not being fake because I, I'm up here and I know people are looking at me, but I genuinely want to be nice to people. I really do. Unless you get my order wrong, then we're going to have a different conversation. <laughs> then you got to pray for Yes, thank you. I need, they need grace. Kindness. Sixth. And I'm almost done if the worship team can get ready. Six is truth in love. We can be truthful. We can tell the truth. But then there's just a way of how you tell the truth. Can we do it with love? As we're sharing our feelings, being truthful, like... Hey man, I don't know if you approached that situation the right way. You were in the wrong. But can we do this, right? And just, you can tell when someone comes with love. You can tell. Just someone who, who, who tells you the truth, even, even in love. Like, even though it's like, man, you're right. I needed to hear that. I need to hear the truth. And it's done in love. It's just, you're more, you're, you're willing to accept and embrace when you're wrong, when it's done in love. So your next husbands, if there's something, something going on and you know the truth, just do it in love when you tell your wife. Just do it in love. And then lastly is prayer. Can we be people who just want to pray for people? Can you be encouraged by just, hey, I'm going to pray for you at this moment. 
or hey, I, I, one thing I love to do and I do it to a lot of our teams is just, I, if God puts it in my heart, I don't just wait and pray. Like I'll text you, hey, I'm praying for you right now. What can I pray for? And if you're really about that life, you're going to pray for them right then and there. So, so I, I encourage you, next time you're texting someone and you feel like, yeah, I feel like praying for Becky. Hey, Becky, hope all is well. How can I pray for you? I promise you, they're going to tell you. Hey, man, I'm actually going through this. Or, you know what? Thank you. I, I just, can you just, I'm in the transition of a new job. I want to pray. I, 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 need, I need some favor. But can you pray with people as you're communicating with them? And maybe they're in person, you're talking. It's like, hey, I, I want to pray for you. Pray for them right then and there. I have a friend and I'll, if we're talking, hey, man, well, whenever you get a chance, bro, pray for me. Hey, no, let's do it right now. Come on. Hey, what, what, and we're going to do it right now. We don't need to go into our secret place. We don't need to wait for Sundays. And I'm going to pray for you on Sunday. No, you can do it right then and there. We have direct access. So at this moment, can I just pray for you? With every head bowed, really quick. God, I just, I thank you for every person that is here, God. I don't know what the circumstance is and where they're at in life. But at this moment, God, can you just remind them of how much they're loved by you, God? The creator of all creation at this moment wants to love you and loves you because of who you are. Not because of what you've done or what you can do, but just because you are a child of his. So Lord, I pray a blessing over every person that is here, God. May you bless their finances. May you bless their marriages. If you're next to your spouse right now, can you just hold their hand and pray for them at this moment? Just right there where you're at, hold their hand. If you're around a family member or a friend and you're comfortable, comfortable is the key word. If you're comfortable, can you just place your hand on them or on their shoulder? And can we just pray for each other right now? Maybe you've never done it. It's a little awkward. It's okay. This is awkward time. Just put your hand on the next person. If they're comfortable, ask them, can I pray for you? Hey, and just begin to pray over there. Maybe you can ask them at this moment. Ask them, what can I pray for? So God, I pray over every single person that is here, Lord. Continue to bless them, Father. Continue to love on them. Most of all, Holy Spirit, may you be with them each and every day, Lord. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your grace, Father. Now, at this moment, I'd love to extend a prayer time. If you've never received Jesus, you say, man, I want to be able to communicate in a different way, and I realize that I need Jesus. And I've never made this prayer, and today I choose to do that. If that is you, with every head bowed, I, I want you to be brave right now. If that's you, can you just lift your hands and say, you know what, today I want to enter into a relationship with Jesus. I see your hand. I see you right there. I see you as well. With every head bowed, can you just begin to pray this out loud? All church, come on church, let's do this together. God, say, today I give you my life. I recognize that I am a sinner and you have come to die for me. And on this day, I realize I am a sinner in need of a savior. I thank you for what you've done. 
In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, give it up for those people who have chosen Jesus today. Thank you so very much for joining us today on the Lifehouse podcast. I pray and hope this message has encouraged, inspired, and challenged you to grow closer to God. If you would like to be a part of what God is doing here at Lifehouse, visit our website at lifehousechurch.com. That's lifehousechurch.com for more information or consider subscribing and share it with one of your friends and family. Thank you again for being part of our journey, your journey, that will lead you to know God better, grow together, and go serve and make a difference. Thank you again. God bless you. See you next time.